Is the new normal making you feel nervous for future job prospects? Despite feeling like you did well, do your Zoom interviews typically end up with you feeling disappointed? We've cultivated an interview process, and now we've been flipped flat on our heads. Today, we're going to learn how to nail our online interviews and mellow our Zoom-based anxiety with laughter. Later in the episode, we'll hear from Katie Gambella from The Talent Market. My name is Tiffany Roberts from the Leadership Institute, and you're listening to the Lead Your Future podcast. On the horizon, do you see it? That's the digital future coming towards us. Whether you fear it or embrace it, there's no escaping it. But LI can help you prepare to take hold of it and make it your own. Whether it's creation, analytics, communication, or strategy, the Leadership Institute can equip you for the road ahead. Go to leadershipinstitute.org forward slash training and click digital. Again, that's leadershipinstitute.org forward slash training and click digital. The only difference between being left behind and leading the way is being ready. Hey guys, welcome to the Lead Your Future podcast. If you're enjoying these episodes and this podcast, please click the subscribe button and feel free to leave a five-star rating wherever you get your podcasts. Also, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Leadership Institute and on Twitter at Leadership I-N-S-T. Do you have a topic that you're just dying to hear me talk about? Feel free to shoot me an email at troberts at leadershipinstitute.org and I'd be happy to make that happen. Now on to today's episode. The new normal and you. While in-person interviews aren't completely a thing of the past, with current issues facing the globe, they've become less and less common. For further insight, CPA Matthew Gribble says, The technology for virtual interviews has been around for some time, but prior to the COVID-19 crisis, it was not often used, maybe 5% of the time. Online interviews are part of this new normal, allowing job providers to reach out to potential workers without physically reaching out. Because of this, we can't keep looking at Zoom interviews as a novelty. We need to be as diligent and precise as a normal interview, considering you might not get another one. What used to be used for only preliminary screenings are now the cornerstone. But don't let all this seriousness keep you down. Zoom interviews aren't the hardest thing to nail. All we have to do is laugh a little with our acronym LAF. Look the part, ask the questions, and focus. First up, looking the part. While COVID has provided us with plenty of worry and fear, it has also provided us with innovation, and not just in the technological field. Advertisements. You can't tell me you haven't seen the Indeed commercials where people are being interviewed through their laptop cameras. The ones where they were business on the top but birthday on the bottom. While remote work and Zoom interviews give us the luxury of being comfortable in the privacy of our own homes, we shouldn't be taking these opportunities lightly. Remember the phrase, how you dress is how you feel. And you also don't want to have to worry about the idea of you exposing yourself in the back of your mind during a crucial interview. Make sure you're completely dressed. No partial birthday suits, but business professionalism from head to toe. You'll not only feel more confident, but you'll act and sound more confident as well. But looking the part isn't solely about yourself but your environment as well. Make sure you have a clean professional background. Nothing distracting in the walls, no art pieces that will gravitate your interviewer's eyes and interests away from you. Just a nice and simple background. Also, prioritize good lighting. Natural light is always the best from the front, but never from the back. If your interview is at night, I recommend getting a ring light to help illuminate your face rather than an overhead light, which will produce distracting shadows on your face. 
Bottom line, you can control how you look better in your own home than elsewhere. So why not look tip top? Next up in our acronym LAUGH, we have asking questions. If you ever had an interview, you know your interviewer will be asking you if you have any questions. And Zoom interviews are no different. Your answer should always be a resounding yes. Remember, they're not only interviewing you, but interviewing them. The entire meeting is to see if you fit in with their mold and whether or not they fit yours as well. Always research the company you're applying to. Know who their business partners are, study up on the history of the company, look up your recruiter on LinkedIn. There are many outlets that you can use to formulate questions, and your interviewer will, more than likely not, appreciate it. Last up in our acronym LAUGH, we have FOCUS. This last one may be the most difficult, especially for people who are camera shy. With Zoom, I recommend turning off self-view. You don't want to be focusing on how you look during the entire interview. A single hair out of place will not disqualify you from the job. You should be focused solely on your recruiter. When you're speaking, look directly into the camera, not the person on the screen. Your interviewer will only be seeing your eyelids, not your eyes. And the only time I would look at my recruiter during the interview is when they're speaking, so you can hone in on things like body language and intonations while also relaying their words. Also, try to get rid of any potential distractions. Your phone is not necessary for, for an interview. If you need to notate anything, a pencil and paper is always acceptable and much less distracting. If you have roommates or children, make them aware of your situation to prevent any unforeseen disturbances. A quiet, dull room is best for you and gives you a better chance of landing the job. Now that we've got you in the loop on how to nail your Zoom interview, it's time to hear from Katie Gambella. After this quick break, we'll talk about her experiences at the talent market and the best advice she has. My name is Tiffany Roberts from the Leadership Institute, and you're listening to the Lead Your Future podcast. Do you want to fight liberal bias on your campus? Have you or your friends witnessed it at school? If so, Campus Reform wants to hear from you. Campus Reform is dedicated to fighting liberal bias on college campuses. You can help Campus Reform in their mission by sending incidents of liberal bias their way. To do this, all you have to do is go to campusreform.org tip. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I am now here with Katie Gambella. She is the Network Engagement Manager at Talent Market. Katie, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. So can you tell us a little bit about what you do at the Talent Market? Yeah, so Talent Market is a nonprofit organization that helps free market nonprofits hire. What that means is that we work to fill roles all across the United States from entry to senior level. So no matter where you are in your career, uh, Talent Market can help you in some way. Um, my role as the network engagement manager means that I fill entry, junior, and mid-level roles. So if you have zero to 10 years of experience, I can help you. Um, but I also do a lot of outreach. So I talk about professional development. I talk about interviewing, which we'll talk about today. And I also talk about resumes and how to get a job. What does the job market look like? All that kind of thing. That's wonderful. So you're the perfect person to be on this show. We're all about career stuff. And today we're talking about Zoom interviews. Um, this is definitely a new thing of the future because of COVID and just because that's kind of how our technology is. We have so much technology, it's easy for us to just do interviews over Zoom instead of just wasting time going in person, but you might not even get the job. So what would you say are some of like 
the biggest unforeseen issues when it comes to Zoom interviews? Uh, right now, especially with quarantine and the pandemic and everything going around, uh, oftentimes there are a lot of people in your house. So I think having a quiet space, space is hugely important. Uh, make sure that no one's going to walk behind you not wearing any clothes or that your cat isn't going to jump on the screen. Um, just a lot of things that you might not originally think about when you're planning for a Zoom meeting, you should think about, uh, especially the sound. Assume your mic is always on. Assume your video is always on. Uh, make sure that you're saying things that you are okay with being recorded because these can be recorded. Um, so just really being conscientious of the fact that just because you aren't physically there for the interview doesn't mean that people can't hear what's happening. Do you have any crazy stories um, that might have happened where you might have been interviewing somebody or in a meeting and you saw something, heard something? Uh, so... Unfortunately, I don't have any really awesome stories, but we've all seen the video of the anchorman, like CNN anchorman from 2017, actually, of all the toddlers, the toddlers running into the room, which was actually really funny and cute. But the problem with that is nobody actually remembers what the guy was talking about. We all remember his interview, but we don't remember what he was doing. So I think that's really the key takeaway is even if it's a cute distraction, like I don't think anyone will get upset if your dog jumps up and barks hello, but it will take away from what you're trying to say in your interview. And you want your interview to be talking about why you're the best fit for this role. You don't want someone to walk away saying, man, they had a really cute dog. But I have no idea if they'd go to this job or not. So uh, just keep that in mind. Uh, distractions from an interview, while they aren't necessarily detrimental to you getting the job, they can hinder uh, you showing that you're the best person for the role. Yeah. And on LinkedIn, there's a lot of stuff going around of, um, you know, hiring managers. They do an interview maybe with a, a new mom and their kids are running in the background and they end up getting hired because of that, because they realize that, okay, like this person, like they're a hard worker, they have kids. So right. it, it can hinder, but sometimes in, in some cases it actually can help you. Um, That's you very have true. Kids I have a six month old daughter, so I appreciate that story. Uh, but I think the, the moral of the story is you really just want to remember that, you know, life happens. It's not going to, um, if something happens in your interview, you just got to roll with the punches. It's possible now when you're interviewing at home, things can happen. Right now, maybe you can't hear it, but there's a guy mowing the lawn outside, and I couldn't plan <laughs> for that. Uh, so just there are some things you just can't plan for, but just keep in mind that it's it's a real interview. It's a real job interview. Uh, some people take Zoom interviews less seriously, and you shouldn't do that because especially now when you may never actually do an in-person interview for a role, you should really be taking a Zoom interview seriously. Whereas before, I don't think necessarily people were as concerned. Um, it was more lighthearted and they were more worried, as it were, for the in-person role, role interview. So. Yeah. Now, Zoom interviews, they are very popular now. Do you think they'll kind of take over in, into the future? Do you think that's going to be like the, the thing that everybody always does? They always do Zoom interviews and then they do in person? Um, That's a great question. So I think that, yes, Zoom interviewing will become more um, prevalent as opposed to a fo initial phone screen. Uh, I personally do many phone screens. Uh, I don't think I'll ever move to Zoom, but um, for 
people who want to do an interview and really interact with someone, I think a video interview is much better. So I do think Zoom interviews will be more prevalent. Absolutely, because everyone kind of knows what they are. They're just normal, everyday part of life now, being on Zoom. Zooming is a verb now. So I think that that will be a thing for the future. Uh, as far as some organizations have decided they're going to move entirely to virtual interviewing. Uh, they are no longer going to do in-person interviews, which I think is very interesting. But we do work with many organizations that are entirely virtual. Talent Market is entirely virtual. Uh, I have been since I started in 2018. My boss lives in Charleston, South Carolina. My colleague, Caitlin, lives in Chicago. I live in Charlotte. We do not have a physical office to go into. So it would make sense for us to only do a Zoom interview at some point, right? So some organizations that are entirely virtual are saying, you know, there's no need to meet someone in person when we're going to be working with them virtually anyway. So a Zoom interview for those kinds of organizations makes more sense. So I think it's a, it'll be an interesting um, experiment. I think we'll, we'll see how people decide to change their interview process or not. I certainly think Zoom interviews are here to stay. And so you should know how to do them even beyond the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I think it's something, especially like, like I said earlier, like not most, most employers don't want to, you do the phone screen, most employers don't want to have somebody come in just for some first little interview. And then, you know, they don't decide to not go with the candidate. So it's definitely right. more convenient, um, for right. sure. Um, and then what about, so there's a lot of etiquette that comes along with these in-person interviews, you know, showing up early, showing up, you know, 10, 15 minutes early, dressing up, wearing a suit or wearing a nice blouse and slacks. I mean, things like that, you can sometimes get away with Zoom, like not, you know, not wearing pants. I wouldn't recommend it, but um, what, what type of etiquette do you recommend for these Zoom interviews um, that might get lost in translation from the in-person interviews? So I always advise that you dress professionally. Uh, I think that you want to show that when you move to in-person, um, if you have an in-person interview next after a Zoom call, or when you're required to go back into the office again, you show that you're taking this job seriously. So professionally for a Zoom interview from head to toe is always what I will recommend. It also, uh, studies say that if when you get dressed for uh, an interview, it makes you feel more confident. So I advise doing that just because I think it will help you interview better. So I think you shouldn't show up 15 minutes early to a Zoom interview. I don't know if you've ever run a Zoom interview but or any sort of uh, conference call, but someone will get an email that says, Katie is in the waiting room. And if you're 15 minutes early, that's gonna be kind of weird because then they're gonna be knowing that you're sitting there waiting. Um, for a virtual interview. I do think you should show up five minutes early. I think that's totally fine. Um, and it'll help you be prepared. Make sure you have water. I think a lot of people forget about that. Um, and I know that I get really thirsty when I talk a lot, especially on Zoom calls. And I do a lot of Zoom presentations now, so I always have water. Um, but just really be prepared and to be there and physically ready to go five minutes early. I think that's a good indicator. It's not too much time, but it's not um, too late. And you definitely will want to check the link, check that you have the right application on your computer the day before. So yesterday I was on a Microsoft Teams presentation and I had never used it before. Luckily I downloaded it 45 minutes beforehand and got to mess around with it a little bit. Um, but there's only so much you can do beforehand. Uh, make sure that if you have to present anything that you do it with a friend. So I think that it's really important to be very prepared. And that might mean preparing the day before and doing a test run and having your roommate download the app in the other room and talk to one another. But as far as when you should show up, definitely show up five minutes early. 
Yeah. And now, uh, would you recommend having notes uh, since, you know, you get to keep your water out of the view of the screen, you can keep your notes out of the view. Uh, would you recommend bringing those to an interview? So I think it's fine to take notes. If you would, if you're a person who would take notes in an in-person interview, I think you should take notes in a virtual interview. Now, if I'm going to take notes, um, I'm going to tell the person I'm going to take notes during this because they'll see you looking down. And for all they know, you're looking at your cell phone, which would be very bad. Uh, I don't think you should take notes by typing because it's loud and, and they'll hear you and that's annoying. So if you need to take notes, absolutely do so. Just let them know, hey, I'm going to jot some things down. So if questions come up, I can ask you. Uh, I think it's very easy to just give them a heads up. I don't think you should write anything down to read. It will be very obvious if you've ever watched a Zoom interview um, or I've watched a Zoom presentation, you can tell when the person isn't looking at the camera uh, and they will absolutely be able to tell if you're reading something. So you don't have to make direct eye contact with the Zoom lens for the whole time and not blink because that would be weird. Uh, but I really do advise against reading anything because it will be extremely obvious. Um, so just like you would in a real interview, contact, eye contact, smiling, confidence, have the high energy, act exactly how you would in a real interview. And that means you would definitely not be reading a scripted answer. Yeah. What about bringing your resume? Because I know in some instances, I anytime I go to in-person interview, I always bring multiple copies. I give them a copy. I keep a copy in front of me. That way I have something to reference because sometimes they're asking about all these dates. I'm like, I can't keep track of these. Right. So would you recommend having your resume as well? Um, Sure. You can have your resume pulled up on your computer screen. I don't see why that would be a problem. Uh, it's unlikely that you'll have to reference it, I would imagine, but you never know. It's no problem having it up. Yeah. I also would say since you have your computer, I don't know if you have two screens. I have two screens. It's very helpful to say, pull up the job description because they might ask you a question relevant to the job description. It'd be nice to have it right in front of you. And you can even say, oh, I have it right here. I have the job description in front of me. I had a question about X, Y, Z thing. Um, so I think it's very smart to be prepared in that sense, but I'm just going to keep going back to the advising against reading because it will just feel so disingenuous in an interview. Yeah, no, that's that's great advice. Definitely having the job description because sometimes they're like, well, what interests you about the job description? I'm like, uh, uh you forget it, you know, on the spot. So that's that's definitely good advice. Um, so we just have a little bit more time left. So I would just love to know um, what what resources are out there. Um, I know you work with a talent market. How could we utilize a talent market or other, um, you know, job searches out there? So talent market has all of our roles that we're working on listed on our website. We also do post them at conservativejobs.com. So you'll see them there. But the thing you might not know is that you should send your resume into us here. Uh, you send your resume, upload it to us, give us some information. And then as roles come open that fit what you've said you're looking for, we will send them to you. So getting tied into our network is a really great thing, great opportunity, um, especially for you young professionals who I work with a lot. Um, because there are a lot of entry level jobs out there. There are a lot of junior level jobs out there. People don't, I get a lot of questions about, oh, are, are people, people aren't hiring young professionals right now. And they absolutely are. Uh, the future of the free market and the future of freedom is really in our young professionals. And so I really do want to get connected with you and help you. And we can start that connection by you sending us your resume. You just have to get on our website, talentmarket.org. There's a banner right at the cross, the top that says, send us your resume. And then we can go from there. 
That's great. I'll even have to do that. Sure. I, I didn't know talent market did a service like that. Yeah. It sounds like something you'd have to pay for. So that's, that's awesome. Um, Katie, thank you so much for joining me. Um, I really enjoyed um, speaking with you and you're very experienced with all of this networking and um, job interviews. So I appreciate um, for taking your time out today. Thanks, Tiffany. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Lead Your Future podcast. If you like this episode, please subscribe, share, or leave a five-star rating on iTunes, Spotify, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Leadership Institute's mission to increase the number and effectiveness of conservative activists and leaders in the public policy process. That's why I bring you on-camera TV trainings, public speaking workshops, debate workshops, speech writing workshops, and so many more. If you're interested in taking one of these trainings, feel free to check out our website at leadershipinstitute.org forward slash training. The Lead Your Future podcast is produced and edited by Tiffany Roberts with support from Jared Cummings. Advertisements by Alexander Chang and Christopher Olson. Executive produced by David Fetter and Morton Blackwell. If you want to learn more about the Leadership Institute and see behind-the-scenes photos, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and subscribe to Leadership Institute on YouTube.